Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. I heard about this wealthy man. He was known for being eccentric. He was having a big party at his house. And in the backyard of his house, he had a large swimming pool filled with sharks and alligators. He announced to his guest, anyone who will swim across my pool, I'll give you anything you want. A few minutes later, there was a big splash. This man was going as fast as he could, dodging alligators and maneuvering around the sharks. And made it to the other side just in the nick of time and got out as quickly as he could. The wealthy man said, wow, you are the bravest person I have ever met. I can't believe it. Now, would you, what would you like me to give to you? And the man says, what I want more than anything else is the name of the person who just pushed me in. <laughs> just want to also welcome our, um, our live stream people from around the globe. Bless you. Wherever you are, we just love you. Thank you for tuning in with us. It's just amazing. It's time. It's time. You know, Phil Collins was here last week and he sang the song, Something in the Air Tonight. And he was absolutely right because there's something in the air tonight. I tell you, I was driving back on Wednesday and in my car down the road of Lincoln Road. And I started to cry. I said, Lord, what's going on? He says, it's time. I said, it's time for what? And he says, look, I saw And I felt, look, looking at the... At the elements, there's nothing there, there's blue sky. But I felt like there's a converging of elements right now happening. I thought, what's going on? He says, it's time. It's time. And I thought, oh, wow, what's happening? And I, you know, as I start speaking now, why it is time and what's going on right now. And even uh, for Dale to be here and for the, our, our Brazilian friends to be here, there is a time, there's a season, there's something going on right now, which is very, very wonderful. And it's amazing that it's part of the 10th anniversary. It's all kind of colluding together, collision together. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's a very important season in our life. And like Catherine said, we started with the theme of being established. And the whole thing, what we want more than anything else, that we will be established in Jesus. Now, I know it's, it's Christianity 101, but the thing is, though, if we really get established in Jesus with our relationship with Him, our whole lives would change. Everything would change in and around us. So I'm very passionate about it because everything comes from Him. He is the life giver. He, is, he gives the answers for our life. Everything you ever want is in Him. Peace, joy, patience, all these things. Wisdom, power, whatever you need, it's all in Him. And that's why prayer is so important, to build a life of our communion and our communication with God. I said last week, you know, it's amazing how Jesus has become part of our lives. And as a Christian, if you're a Christian here this morning, and most of you are, then you are one spirit with Jesus Christ, right? But He's the roommate in your life. But I'm amazed how many people never talk to their roommate. Here he is sitting on the other side in this bed, you know, say, hey, am I in your life, you know? Yeah, of course you are. You're one with me, really. Like a Siamese twins, you know, like the one says, going for it, going for it, never talks to the other one, attached to himself, never talks to this, Ooh. you know, in the sense of they don't even know each other. It's amazing how often we treat, like I said last week, it's amazing, some of us, some of us are filled with godliness and we, we live like atheists, you know? It's like sometimes we're not even aware of what God does. We say a little prayer here maybe sometime and whatever else. We call ourselves Christians, but there's no change in our lives. There's no difference. 
They can't even notice that you're a Christian sometime. And I said, that's, that's enough. Come on, guys, we need to see something else. Now, if the Holy Spirit wants to flow out of you because you're already in you, but if you don't acknowledge it, if you're not part of this relationship, then, of course, it won't flow out of you in any significant way, right? And so I say that prayer and communion and communication with God is number one in our lives. It is our priority. Not only that, I think you've got to protect your priority. And I'm as guilty as you are. I tell you, with a growing church like this, you know, a lot of things happening, blah, 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 blah. I get fast, 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 fast. And so do you. Life is fast, 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 fast. And here I am, the pastor, you know, Catherine, our pastor is thing, and here we are, and we're racing through life because he wants and he wants, and all this kind of stuff's happening, and we stop being quiet. And God has really helped me to see last week, he's got to turn around. And so I've, I've had a repentance experience, this has been glorious. Man, I've been on an energizing battery for the whole week, and I couldn't wait to come here. I've been so excited about what God is doing. It's just a turnaround in my life, and it's just stepping into his atmosphere. It's just saying, G'day, Jesus. I'm so happy that you're in my life. You know? And I see a change in my life. I see such a happiness. Oh, I'm just so happy what's going on in my life and I hope also in your life. And that's the main reason we felt to do a 21 days of prayer and fasting and worship. And it's not all about food. For me, it's not even about food at all. Stop something with your phone, you know, in the sense of uh, what I'm going to do probably at night is I'm going to stop and put the stupid phone away at a certain time and start praying. Forever. Or Catherine next to me. You know? It's unbelievable, stupid thing, you know? And so I'm going to put it aside. I may do some fasting with food. I may not. By the way, there's a 10th anniversary. You're all allowed, even if you're doing this amazing religious holy thing of fasting, no food at all. Please be released of this on that day that you can do. <laughs> Jesus will love you to celebrate everything about Jesus that is around food, you know? Come on. Don't be afraid of that. But do something that not. Do something in your routine that you normally would do and say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take time. Like if lunch is fine, do lunch. Even if you just take your lunch and go somewhere else and not fast the food, but fast the time. And say, okay, here I'm going to sit and eat with you. I eat with Jesus every morning. Every morning I eat with Jesus. Every morning I have communion with him. I start with him every day. But not always very long. And I want to lengthen my time with him. But also at night, there's a busy, 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 phone, 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 phone. And I've, you know, no, I want to stop it. I say, okay, maybe I'll stop my phone at 9 o'clock. And after that, no more. And I'm going to have some time instead of reading my Bible. And have some time with you, Holy Spirit. You know, just time with Him. And it will change my life. See, God wants fruitfulness in our lives. He wants us to prosper in our lives. And last week we saw that some of you are not here. But last week we saw a beautiful Psalm 1. What delight comes to those who follow God's ways. Their pleasure and passion is remaining in the word I am. Meditating day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Day and night means like a habit. Day and night means more than just, you know, once in a while. It says day and night. Day and night. Day and night, they will be standing like a flourishing tree planting by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, the Holy Spirit, bearing fruit in every season. They're ever, never dry. Everybody say never dry. Everybody say never fainting. Ever blessed. Ever prosperous. Now that's a good life. That's the life I want. And it doesn't mean that life is easy. It doesn't mean there's pro no problems in our life. Jesus says, you have trouble, but I've overcome those ways. Jesus had a lot of things happening all the time. Amen? Yes. Right. Paul, man, 
bad life, you know, like, man, there was stuff. But he was always happy, rejoicing, Lord, always in the middle of the prison. The thing is, though, there was something going on in his inner life, this relationship, that whatever life and whatever hell threw at him, he knew that he was still in this place of love, acceptance, intimacy, love, all this kind of stuff, power. Let's live like this. It doesn't guarantee there's no problems because the enemy hates you. Right? But the thing is, though, we are filled with love. We're filled with power. We're filled with the Holy Spirit in a beautiful, beautiful way. Without him, we can't do anything. Isn't that what Jesus said? He says the secret to, to fruitfulness is what? Abiding in him. One line here. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can't do anything. Guys, we can't do anything without him. I'll say it again. We can't do anything without him. Sure, we can do certain things like him, but many of the things that you are good at, he's actually given to you. You may not acknowledge it. doesn't mean it hasn't come from him. Most things in life come from him. And all the good things come from here because he's a good, good father giving good gifts, good gifts to his children. Amen? I'm so glad you're involved with him. I'm getting a dry mouth. Never dry. I know, never dry. Like, I think it's more talking about this area, not necessarily about this area. You know. Never dry here, but the river never finishes. But I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're always there. You never run dry. You never run out. It's amazing it never runs out. He's always there behind your belly button, this beautiful river, the river of God, the Holy Spirit. This is wonderful. Oh, some of you got to just dip your toe a little bit into it. Like, woo, wow. Boom, you know. Many of us are filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the river, but they never jump into it. Many of us are filled with fire, but you're never burning. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> God wants to do so much in your life. He wants to do so much through our lives. There's so much fruit that he wants to bring in and through our lives. He has such a passion for you and I to change this city. There's so many people that he loves. Yes, we're going to go to community this, this week. I was talking to somebody else the other day. Yes, we're going to, this year, we're going to look about community, how we relate better together. It's all very important. But we can't be so community-focused. They'll become so insular and so self-referencing. It's all about me. You know what is a really bad prayer? Come, Lord Jesus, come, come. It's actually a really selfish prayer. I know it's in the Bible. He said in the government of the Spirit, the bride say, come. Of course we say a coming, but you can't do that. So many people are not saved. You are saved. They are not. They're facing a Christless eternity. We cannot sit down. We cannot be quiet. We cannot not work. Yeah. It is a time for the harvest. The harvest is right here. We cannot do that. We need to follow the Lord. The harvest is ready for harvest. And God is looking for harvesters to work in the harvest. This is not a day of small thinking. This is not a day of holding back. This is not a day of taking it easy. This is not even a day of comfortable Christianity. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. It is not. Now, in the middle of it, you'll be very comfortable. And you will have fun. And you will have joy. Unspeakable joy. Of course, but we have also a job to do. 
we have also a job to do. It is a time of reformation. It is a time of a revolution. It is time of the Spirit. It is the time of the Holy Spirit hovering around the world for His glory to be manifest everywhere, all the places, all the people, all the children, all, everybody to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I say, arise. Arise. It's not about a planning meeting or whatever like that. It's all about our lives becoming a life of prayer and a life of praise and a life of proclamation and a life of worship, a life of power in our lives. And I tell you, when we start tapping into the Holy Spirit in a new way, and I'm the testimony of it, what I've done this week, tapping into the Holy Spirit a bit more than I used to do, you know, because it's so busy, taking time away and making my priority Jesus Christ. Then you tap into a source that is unending. It is so powerful and so glorious and so comforting and so peaceful and so joyful. And that's what, you, what helps you and helps me in life. And when we start having this, this atmosphere start then to ooze out of our lives wherever we go. We can't stop ourselves. Amen? We can't stop ourselves. And then the influence of the church, all the church together, starts maneuvering into the city, into people's lives because they need Jesus Christ. I was walking in the, in the park the other day. It's, it says, it's so peaceful here. People walking the dog. I was walking the dog. And peaceful and peaceful. Hi, peaceful. Nice dog. Nice dog. Peaceful. And people just go, like the, the whole world, you know, like this going. And oh, you know, a lot of them are facing a Christless eternity going the wrong way. I was walking the dog and having a great time, you know. They don't even know what's coming. Guys, they don't know what's coming. But you do. I do. So we're going to tell them, hey, do you know there's a train coming? Whoa. You know? (laughs) In a tunnel. You can't get out. A train right there. Move the other way. Get saved. I'm just going to drink. A day of revival, a day of awakening. We've got to rise up. Come on. Eye has not seen, Corinthians says. Ear has not heard. Mind has not conceived. The things that the Lord has got for us, for those who love him. But the Holy Spirit is revealing these things in these days. I love this in the Passion. Things never discovered or heard of before. Things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in stores for all his lovers. Isn't it amazing? The things we cannot imagine. Now be honest with me. You can imagine quite a lot and so can I. But it's way above the imagination of what we have in our lives. And God is drawing us into more of his imagination of what he has for us. Because he wants, wouldn't you be like a child? I mean, I love it when my kids, you know, are going to do certain things. And I'm saying, I can't wait, Johnny. You, sorry, Johnny. It's like an easy English, you know, everybody says Johnny. Uh, Johnny, you know, look at it. It's going to be so exciting. And he's like, yeah, it's so exciting for you. Because as a dad, you can see what's ahead of him. It's going to be the best life ever. He's, yes, you know. And then, and then he starts, but you know, that's what God has for us. He sees all these things. I have not seen, I not imagine all this stuff. God has got an agenda. He's got things happening in your life. And the right, all this kind of stuff is going, you know. So he's walking. It's, it's so exciting. Where you're walking is exciting. Where you're going to is exciting. When we align ourselves with him, he goes to walk away and do something stupid. I can't slow down. People, pe- people telling me, I'm running for the train. People saying to slow down. I'm saying I slow down a little bit. 
<laughs> I'm believing for a mighty awakening. I'm believing for a mighty outpouring of his Holy Spirit in this day. I believe the Brazilians are here for that reason too. They're coming back all the time here, you know, just to bless us. There's no other agenda. They're not on a holiday here. There's no holiday. They're here to pray. As you know, some of the church here together, I, we went to Israel last year and we prayed together. There's a prayer house. Carol have a prayer house and all the people. There's just a prayer house being established in the ferry meet. Also, a whole prayer house being 24-hour worship and prayer. 24 hours being established right now. It's almost finished. Some of the pastors here, we're going uh, to get together already once, once a month to pray together. We're going to do this big thing they do in Auckland too, you know, at the end of the January. I think they all come together. Three, four, five thousand people come and they pray. All the churches are coming together for prayer. And the thing is though, we're going to do all these things. All the stuff is being birthed right now because God is time. It is time. And also our relationship with Israel is so important because it came from there. We are connected to Israel. The anointing comes from Israel. And when we honor Israel, when you honor Israel in your personal life, things will start to flow that you've never seen before in your life. It just works that way. Let's go with the agenda of God. Amen? Amen. So 21 days of prayer and fasting. Oh, man, I believe in the fasting. That's good. Fasting, fasting, fasting and fasting. You know, <laughs> hold on, you know, put your seatbelt on, you know. Like, it's, it's you know, we're going on this journey here because I think it will bring an alignment in your life. It'll be an alignment in my life of what God wants to do, the agenda of his life in my life, in your life, in this church, in the city. I'm so excited because other churches are doing it too. I know Elam Church are doing it. I know in, in the Australian Council of Churches asks all the churches to join with them, also for prayer and fasting. Um, it's just very exciting. It's all over the globe, God is calling people to spend time with Him and to soak in His presence. Wow. You know, nothing moves without prayer. Nothing moves without prayer. Prayer accesses the things of God. Prayer accesses the power of God. And we need some power. Amen? Yes. Tell your neighbor, you need some power. You need some power. I, say, say to him also, I need some power. I need some power. Before Jesus went away, he says, my father, stay here and pick up some power before you go into this thing. Because I'm gonna, what I'm asking you to do, to see all this millions saved, people healed, raised from the dead, all this kind of, you can't do it by yourself, you need some power. So wait for the power to come in Acts, and we see this powerful thing like this, you know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world, to sozo the world. That's where sozo comes from, to save the world. He wants people healed, saved, and delivered. This is our mission call for us today. And so I'm encouraging you and myself to spend time soaking in the Holy Spirit. Soaking in the presence of God. The power on the inside. Activate the power on the inside. The video. I'm oh, sorry, I got a video here. The, um, the fire, I mean. The fire of God in your life starts flowing. And some, some people are flowing already here a little bit. But the fire of God starts to flow in our lives and the, and, the, and, the, and the river of God starts to flow. Now, I've been waiting, sitting on here since last October because there was a, um, a thing released, a word released uh, from Chuck Pierce. Chuck Pierce is one of the great prophets in America and in the world today. And he, I was in a meeting and so was Wes and Janet for Living Waters. We were in this meeting together and a few others of us. And he spoke, suddenly he changed and he says, New Zealand. 
And we know that he's a powerful prophet, you know. And so we listened to him. But I didn't feel to release that yet. Today I am. Today we are. Let's watch what he said. We have couples from New Zealand here. Raise your hands. And New Zealand is here. The Lord says, I've been waiting to uncork New Zealand. The Lord says, this will be the year I start popping the cork on that which has been bottled up. And I say to you, there will start being a pouring out in New Zealand that causes such a confusion through the land that many will say, bring on the outpouring. Bring on the outpouring. I say, get ready for the cork is about to be popped. And what has been corked up for 40 years in New Zealand is going to be poured out. Come on. Come on. Sorry, you looked about this big, but it was not. The video was taken that way. You played that way. You go, you know. Anyway, the thing is, come on, the poor cork is about to pop. Now, I've been praying. I said, Lord, what did we do 40 years ago? I don't get with Peter Morrow. And it was 30 years ago. What's going I thought to Ann Morrow. What's, what happened 40 years ago? Because I was not here. I've only been there 30 years, you know. I said, what's going on? And God revealed to me two days ago. He says, it's a generation, Gideon. See, we've had the charismatic renewal in the 70s. Amazing leaders were popped up, like Peter Morrow, like Mary Robertson, where we are part of that church for 30 years. Great things happened. Uh, Hope Presbyterian Church, all these great churches and leaders were there. Elam Church, you name them. A lot of great churches, right? But the thing is, though, I think it's like an earthquake. Remember, tension builds up over years, over years, and, and then it has to pop, right? Same thing happening right now. I believe, and we believe together, that this is a new generation. It has nothing to do with age. You can be old or you can be young. But God is revealing and uncorking a new generation. A new generation. 40 years is always a generation in the Bible. So get ready. Because he's about to pop something in our lives because we are taking the, 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 the fuckle, the torch. The fuckle. The fuck. Sounds terrible. Fuckle. I won't let you repeat that one. It's kosher, don't worry. Fuckle. That sounds terrible. F-A-K-K-E-L. Anyway, so, so he is popping this thing, right? And so we are the generation. Isn't it amazing? It doesn't matter how old you are. It's about a willing heart to say, Lord, I don't want to waste my life. I want my life to count. I will use my life to glorify your name. I came to this nation for this reason myself. I came to New Zealand. I could have done a lot of things in Holland, all kinds of places. But I came to New Zealand to lift up the name of Jesus and to make Jesus famous again in this nation. I believe in myself this week. I picked up my call again. I had my call too with the church. It's fine. But I've got a bigger call too to this nation. And I believe I'm stepping into it. But you're stepping into yours. Whatever it is, step into it. And don't be afraid. Whoa. Don't be afraid like this. Come on. Got to be baptized in prayer. Get together with God and see what he is going to release in your life. Prayer changes stuff. James 5, anyone who is suffering, let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing. Is anyone sick? The call for the elders of the church, let him pray. Anointing with oil in the name of Jesus. The prayer of faith will rise him up. The thing is, though, everything changes with prayer. Whatever you need is through prayer. Yeah. If somebody's sick, pray. 
If somebody's happy, sing. It's all about God. It's all about to God because from Him and to Him and for Him are all things, right? So all this stuff is, I'm so happy with this. Because we used to be in churches and the pastor in the front with whatever clothes he's wearing is the man of God and we're the little people and whatever, you know. And the thing is though, we go to this man for all our answers. I'm so glad that people are not coming to me for answers. I don't have that many. Don't laugh, Catherine. It's not very funny, you know. People don't come to me for answers, you know, because I don't have many answers. What I have is the Holy Spirit, and I can pray for you and give you some advice. I don't have answers. Catherine hasn't got answers. Your life group leader hasn't got all the answers. But I know somebody who's got all the answers. And the problem is we never go there. Oh, no, sometimes we don't go. I won't say never. Sometimes we don't go there. It's not our first port of call. Let's first go to God because He has got all the wisdom, all the knowledge, all the love, all the everything. So I want to have my life built on Building on, on, on intimacy with him and getting him my thing. Yeah, I can go and see him pastor, I can see friends or whatever. But all of us, all of us need to learn a dependency on God yourself. And if I can teach you that and teach myself, it will be the best thing ever because you can teach other people and you're not dependent on me because we're all, we're all we're meant to be out there. We're all meant to be in all these life groups, microchip, all this stuff around the place, just loving on people and loving... That's awesome. Catherine, do you feel like, ah, it's actually not up to us. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you, Jesus. And it's also not up to you, by the way. I'm, I'm almost finished, I think. The thing is, though, Paul says, for this, <laughs> look, is there, for this reason, I, I bow my knees. He talks to the Ephesians church. And he starts to talk to the Ephesians church. There's all this kind of stuff he wants to say. What is your reason for bowing your knee? I'll tell you something like that. If we start our year this year, when we start on our knees, we will finish on our feet. Strong, purpose, passion. If we stand on our, like this, you know, and we're standing, we start the year standing tall, and you think, I can do this thing, and, and my strength, and Lord, I don't even know exactly what you're doing, but I'm doing it anyway, and, and, and it's kind of like, you don't need to ask for God, and blah, blah, blah. You know, we may end up at the end of the year, you know, falling down. I said, Lord, I tried it myself. I actually can't do it. And he cry out for God. Let's stand, let's start standing on our knees. Let's, let, let's start the year with prayer. Humbling ourselves on our knees. Seek the Lord in time. And I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. As I told you last week, I'm not a great prayer because I'm so fast, as you can see. I'm, so, I'm always busy, busy, busy. I have to discipline my life. For me, it's like a fast. I have to discipline my life to stop. Some of you find it very easy because that's your personality. Mine is very hard like that. And so I have to just push myself and plan this thing like this. But it's time to seek the Lord. Now, it's not that we don't know where he is, you know. <laughs> Lord, where are you? He's one spirit with you. It's not like that. But seek the Lord. Focus on him. Spend time with him. I heard an amazing story this week about Chris Hodges, an amazing church, Church of the Highlands in America. And they've got an amazing revival going on there. You will not believe this. They do prayer and fasting like this in January of the year and also in, um, in the middle of the year again. And the thing is, though, uh, I heard about the other day that he says we have 18,000 people coming out to prayer meetings every single morning at 6 a.m. 18,000 people. These guys are changing the purpose and the destiny of America. 
And others, of course, joining with too. Can you imagine an army of prayers like this? I tell you, I invite you guys to the prayer meeting at 9.30 on your way to church because you're coming anyway and it's like three people turning up every week. Sometimes five. This morning was five. Guys, we've got to change. It's like, I was thinking about Keith Green. It's like Keith Green says, Jesus rose from the grave. You can't, get a, you can't even get out of bed. Whoa. Come on. Let's activate what God has called us into. I heard about this thing the other day, and then done. Catherine, can you come and play something? I think I'm done. Um, because I want to have time for invitation. Um, <clears throat> I heard about the story the other day. I think it's in Bloemfonte- Bloemfontein in uh, South Africa. I heard about this, this church. And they, and the pastor put it in his, in his, um, in his office. He says, says to God, he says, give, give us 10% of the city. And he got 10%. He's got a church of 40,000 people in a city of 380,000 people. So this is like Christchurch, like whatever it is, four, 500, whatever it is these days. 400, he has 40,000. Now he's got a different thing. He says, give us 20% of the city. What on earth would you do with 40,000 people? I mean, they, they saw people like 500 people a day going to the Lord. A massive revival. But there was an expectation God, you told us to go to the nations. You told us that you, we've been empowered to go and make disciples of all nations. And so I suggest that we take this serious. So my question to you is, what is your expectation? What is our expectation this year? To see something good come through our lives and through our church. When we all bind together in united prayer, in unison in every way. Also in, 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 in feeling, not backbiting, not backtalking. Not talking about us behind our back. Because some of you have doing, done that. I know. Others have told me that you have. <laughs> At least some people are honest. They told me that person talked to you. About you. Come on, guys. Let's not do that. We're not that interesting to talk about anyway. Really. Why are you talking about God? Why are you talking about the good thing that God is doing in your life? And yeah, be accountable to somebody else and talk to each other and bless each other and have life together. Let's have a community that is clean. Let's have a community that honors God. A culture of honor is a culture of Jesus first, you know. Come on. Because I believe when you start doing that kind of stuff and when unity comes, you saw the psalm, anointing comes, blessing comes. We start walking like an army. Things will start to change. And all the other churches in the city, we start walking together. We're going to see Christ here saved. You know, some of the speakers, they come to New Zealand and say, well, how, how come you haven't saved New Zealand? There's only 4 million people here. We already done it, you know. It's only 4 million. And still here we're trying, and maybe we have 10% in church, maybe 20% on a good day as Christians in this nation. Come on, guys. It is not enough. God has got such a heart for everybody. But it's all up to us. He's got no plan B. And so I want to stir you up like I'm stirring myself up to go into the secret place and pray and for God to revive you first. Otherwise it becomes a work thing, you know, like a try harder. We don't want that. But we do want spending time with God and He so fires you up and you become such a burning agent for Him that you cannot help yourself. And if all the churches like this, if all the churches would be the same, can you imagine? All these thousands of people. How, what, is 20, what is 20% of in Christchurch of the five? How, much, how many people is that? 80,000 people. A lot of people. If we all start to be so alive in God, unstoppable. Unstoppable. 
<laughs> oh man, John Wesley, George Whitfield, Charles Finney, all these guys. And nothing with all the beautiful thing that we have, the sitting like this. They went in the, in the fields, you know. They don't have lights and beautiful things that we have. Bah, core raw power. Raw passion. Whitfield used to send prayers into the, into the towns before he went. Warm up the city and he would come. Mighty revival would happen. Come on, guys. Can we believe for this together? Can we believe that on our watch, it's our time to run? As others have gone before us, they can't run anymore. And so we know. And we miss those guys. But now it's our time. Then the children will come too. That's fine. And grandchildren. We don't even have grandchildren. And if Jesus doesn't come back by then, if it's not the fullness of the Gentiles yet, then that's fine. And then they, they run. But now it's our time. So now let's take responsibility for our lives. And let's say, Lord, I want to go to the secret place. And I want you to change me. And I want you to to make me an agent of change, of revival, of awakening. Awaken me first in my own life. Amen. So I pray for this time of 21 days of fasting that you grow into your, into your, in, in your intimacy with God. That you will find an incredible breakthrough in your life that you have not be, had before. That you will be built up in Christ in the most glorious and most beautiful way. That you will have a personal awakening. Some of us need a personal awakening. So they haven't got much strength. Those who wait upon the Lord, they'll renew their strength. They'll run and not faint. They'll walk. Not be real, whatever it says. <laughs> the strength is in God, guys. So let's go to God and let's see what He wants to do in our lives. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you. That in your presence is fullness of joy, fullness of power, fullness of everything that we ever need. Lord, and as we spend time in your presence, even the next 21 days, and get this, this habit into our system of spending time with you, I pray, we pray, Lord, that we will be re-energized by this power that is from another world. Lord, it's this power that you have put into our lives, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Lord, may we start to understand it, start to, to, to incorporate in our lives and see everything in our lives empowered. Lord, our marriage is empowered. Lord, our business is empowered. Our workplace, our relationship, whatever needs to be empowered and changed. Father, thank you. Father, I'm believing, we're believing, Lord, for breakthrough in our lives, for things that we haven't seen breakthrough for a long, long time. But like, like you say, Lord, it's time. We know, Lord, that you put all your force behind it too. And we say yes to you, Lord. When we say yes to you. And so we say yes to you today, Lord. Lord, we, we, we draw a circle around ourselves and we say, awaken this person, awaken me. Pour out your spirit into our life in, in, in a new way, Lord. Pour out, Lord, in a new way. I know we're filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord, but so, so many of us are not in touch with the filling. We're not in touch with the river. And so, Lord, through prayer, we want to get in touch with, with your river to feel the filling as we drink, as we drink, as we drink from your Holy Spirit. Now, we just want to end the service now with um, Apostle Hudson who wants to pray for us for an importation for all of us even if they didn't come to the front so Apostle would you have to come up here now and Kel will translate her so let's receive this Bom dia, Shalom Good morning, Shalom 
É, estamos muito alegres de poder participar aqui com vocês esta manhã. Muito obrigado, Pastor Gideon, sua esposa, por nos acolher nesta manhã. Nós estamos felizes pelo que o Senhor está fazendo na sua nação. Ele nos enviou aqui nesse tempo de novo começo da nação. E eu estou muito feliz de poder participar desse desse som do novo começo. Já há um novo som sobre os ares da nação. There is a new sound in the air in the atmosphere of this nation. E a palavra sobre a Nova Zelândia é de resgate. And the resgate. Word, and the word over New Zealand is to rescue. Resgate. To rescue this nation. E hoje de manhã, enquanto estávamos aqui participando da palavra que você estava entregando, Pastor Gideão. Deus me mostrava você como um como Gideão no passado. É um libertador. Há uma unção de libertação e resgate sobre você, sobre o seu ministério. Eu vejo um sinal tremendo desse treinamento para a cura interior que estava acontecendo como um sinal disso. And I see like this training that was uh, going on during the weekend as a sign of the healing that the Lord is bringing to the city. E nós estamos aqui para dizer para você. And we are here to tell you. Que Deus deu vários exércitos para Gideão. That the Lord gave uh, many armies for uh, Gideon. Você é um homem de armas, de you are, exércitos. You are a man of um, armor, a man of uh, um, a big army. Deus começou com 22 mil. The Lord started with 22,000. Depois ele disse que era muito e foi para 10 mil. And then he said it was too many, so he went down to 10,000. E aí Gideão conheceu os 300. And then Gideon he he um, was presented to the 300. Você vai conhecer vários níveis de exército. You're gonna see different levels of an army. E vai poder operar com esses exércitos. E agora mesmo nessa reunião eu vejo alguns desses 300. Eles são de oração e adoração. They are, um, people from worship and prayer. E eles vão atuar com você no resgate dessa terra. Junto com as forças que o Senhor está levantando sobre a nação. Deus tem pressa. God is in a hurry. Sua mente está acelerada porque também Deus tem pressa. Your brain is accelerating because the Lord is in a hurry. E Ele está chamando o povo para sair do seu ritmo, para ir para o ritmo dEle. E 
Eu vejo esse ministério, esse ministério como uma grande uh, casa de colheita. I see this ministry here, this house, as a house of, uh, for the big harvest. Aqui o trigo do Senhor vai ser colocado. Here the um, o trigo. O trigo. The um, the wheat, wheat to make bread. Um, is going, he's going to sold that here. E ele vai alimentar as nações. And he is going to feed the nations with the wheat from here. Deus também está alargando a visão de vocês para as nações, os povos e as ilhas do Pacífico. The Lord is also widening your eyes to the people of the Pacific and the nations. É um novo derramar. It's a new pouring of É uma nova spirit. visão apostólica para o Pacífico. It's a new vision of the apostolic for the Pacific. Israel. Israel. Brasil. Brazil. <risos> Nós agradecemos a Deus pelo que Ele está fazendo. We, we thank God for what He is doing here. Mas a todos vocês dessa manhã, o Senhor me dá essa palavra de Isaías 51. But for all of you here this morning, the Lord gives me this word of Isaiah 51. E do jeito que o Senhor fez no passado, Ele está fazendo com a igreja e a nação na Nova Zelândia. As the Lord did in the past, He is doing uh, the same thing with the church and the nation of New Zealand. A partir do verso 9. From verse 9. Até o verso 13. Until 13. Ele está liberando principalmente o verso 14. So he is uh, releasing especially verse um, 14. E ele diz. And he says, He who bow down shall speedily be released. He shall not die and go down in the pit, on the pit, to the pit. Neither shall his bread be lacking. I am the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Ele está libertando o cativo, não é isso? He is, he is making the captive free. Esse é um tempo onde muitos prisioneiros serão livres. This is a time where a lot of captives um, prisoners uh, that the enemy has been hold will be free, will set free. E eu declaro que o Senhor vai usar você. And I declare that the Lord is going to use you. De uma maneira extraordinária. Of, with an extremely way. E agora mesmo eu oro. And right now I pray. Que as cadeias que estavam é, resistindo você sejam quebradas. That the, I pray that the chains that were resisting you would broken now. E haja um novo liberar. And that you be free now. Um liberar para o lugar secreto com o Senhor. And that you are free to be in a secret place with the Lord. Para uma nova intimidade. For, to a new intimacy with the para o conhecimento do Senhor. To a new knowledge of the Lord. O conhecimento de Deus. The knowledge of God. E a área que você atua. And the area, the gift that you Será onde work. você vai repartir o pão do Senhor. That's where you're gonna uh, share the bread of the Lord God. Eu, eu vejo esta casa ministerial. I see this house. Ela está em alto funcionamento agora. This house is in a high level of activity. Porque você está armando o povo para a batalha. Because Pastor Gideon is is teaching you how to be an army for the battle. O poder do sangue. The, the power of the blood of Jesus. O, o poder do, da palavra. The power of the word of God. O poder do nome. The power of poder do quê? Do nome de, de Jesus. The, the, the power of the name of Jesus. Todos estão tendo uma nova intimidade nessa direção. All of you are having a new um, a realization of the new intimacy with Him. 
Há uma mudança que está acontecendo profunda. There is a shift that is 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 working that is working now that is a deep shift. Quando o Senhor te trouxe essa estratégia, When the Lord gave you this strategy, Ele já estava armando o exército. He was already working in the army. E as mudanças vão aparecer. Algumas não estão visíveis ainda. Mas individualmente, na família, no trabalho, mudanças estão chegando. Eu oro agora pelo seu espírito. And I pray now for your spirit. E que ele tem uma fome nova pela palavra. That your spirit has a new hunger from the, for the word of Uma God. confiança nova. A new trust in the Lord. Junto com o Espírito Santo. Together with the Holy Spirit of God. Uma nova comunhão. A new communion. Uma nova comunhão. A new communion. E uma nova alegria do Senhor. And a new joy of the Lord. Sejam sobre todos. Be with you all. Nós impartimos aquilo que o Senhor tem derramado sobre o Brasil. We impart to you what the Lord has been pouring out in Brazil. De oração e adoração perseverante. Of worship and prayer over and over again. Persevere worship and prayer. Isso seja sobre vocês. And may this be with you guys. Muitas equipes treinadas. A lot of team be trained for worship. E enviadas daqui. And prayer to release to the city, to be released to the city. Oração e adoração. Worship and prayer. Continua. Continuously. Até que todo o propósito do Senhor. Until all the purpose of God. Se estabeleça. Be established here. Esse é o seu propósito. This is His purpose. Esse é o seu propósito. And this is your purpose. A unção de Gideão está aqui. The anointing of Gideon is Levante here. Levante os guerreiros. Raise up the army. Aleluia. Aleluia. Show for the shadow. Come on, give Jesus a praise. Come on, He's gonna do it. He's awesome. He's powerful. He's glorious. Lord, we receive this word and we bless Your holy name. We bless Your holy name. Thank you so much, Apostle Hudson and the team. Come on, let's give it up for these guys. Woo! You know they've got a team in Brazil. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who pray in Brazil, and they've come here on a regular basis. I've connected with Kel and Israel and all this kind of stuff. It's just amazing. It was such a privilege to be in His presence. And um, wow, none of the prayers, guys, none of the prayers that were given and the prophecies that were released in the city here have gone void. They're just sitting there. And God is waiting for a new, genera new generation. Dale was just saying that the Jesus people, the Jesus movement, all the kind of charismatic was, was that generation. Now it's a new generation. It's us. And we're going to go beat up the devil. And we're going to see this nation turn around. Amen.